all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. It's the end of the week. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. Today is the 24th of April. There's a major update in the mutual fund space. Franklin Templeton Mutual Fund has wound up six yield-oriented managed credit funds effective yesterday, citing what it called severe market dislocation and illiquidity caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Stay tuned to Bloomberg Quint over the course of the day to find out what that means for investors. There were 1,229 new cases of COVID-19 reported in India yesterday, which brought the total closer to 22,000. In the 24 hours ending 5 p.m. last evening, 365 people had recovered from the disease, while 34 people passed away. There are a couple of measures that the government is taking to mitigate the economic impact of the virus. In a cabinet meeting held yesterday, it was decided to suspend several provisions of the Insolvency and Bankruptcy Code. This was done to avoid a large number of fresh bankruptcy filings and this will remain in place for six months or till such time as the government sees fit, according to a government official who spoke to Bloomberg Quint. And in a cost-cutting measure, the government has rolled back a hike in special allowances to central government employees and pensioners, which may help it to save about 21,000 crore. Now, you'll probably be aware that the RBI announced the second edition of its targeted long-term repo operation with stipulations that were meant to help small NBFCs get access to funds. Well, it turned out that the auction that was conducted yesterday as part of the operation didn't find much takers among banks, which implies that banks aren't comfortable lending to the smaller NBFCs. A total of 14 banks put in bids worth 12,580 crore rupees under TLTRO 2.0, as it's being called, and this was just about half of the 25,000 crore that was on offer in the first round of the operation. In more news in the regulatory space, the Securities and Exchange Board of India yesterday relaxed the period of restriction for raising capital after buybacks from the current one-year to six months. This will be applicable till the 31st of December. There's some activity being seen in the construction space in some areas of the country. About 2-3% to of construction activity, in fact, has resumed in green zones across the country, according to Niranjan Hiranandani, who is the president of Asocham. He hopes by the end of the week, it could go up to 5-6%. to But he points out that the real challenge is that a large part of work is in the urban areas and that is stalled. Indian Oil Corporation is projecting that the consumption of petroleum products will decline 40% in the first quarter of the current financial year. Demand for aviation turbine fuel, petrol and diesel is down 30-40%, to of which jet fuel is the worst impacted. The company's management said that in a conference call organized by Elara Capital. In international markets, U.S. equities ended mixed with the Dow rising under 0.2% and the other two indices ending practically unchanged. In the Asia-Pacific region this morning, two of the three early rises have begun the session in the red. 
The Nikkei 225 in Japan was trading lower by nearly a percent last I checked. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. The SGX Nifty trades with a cut of 100 points, so we're likely to see muted cues at opening this morning. We move on to earnings. Partly Intratel has seen its revenue decline 1.3% and net profits decline nearly 19% sequentially and this is largely in line with consensus expectations. But it has been a strong quarter for Hathaway Cable and Datacom where revenues rose 20% year on year at 456 crores, net profits rose 7.3 times year on year. But it was a weak quarter for Mahindra CIE Automotive, where revenues declined 23% and net profit declined a sharp 86.4%. Watch out for Mindtree in key earnings today. Moving on, we have Tata Motors Jaguar Land Rover, which plans to reopen and gradually resume output from May 18. The company plans to reopen Solihull, Nitra, Graz and Wolverhampton units, reports Bloomberg. Axis Bank will hold a board meet to consider raising funds via debt on April 28th. Larson & Tubro has allocated non-convertible debentures or NCDs worth 3,800 crores and Mahindra & Mahindra's board has approved issuance of NCDs worth 10,000 crore rupees. Ashok Leyland has increased its stake by 3.4% to 68.8% in its arm Hinduja Leyland Finance. In key bulk deals, we have Julius Baer Multi-Stock Emerging Equity Fund, which has acquired 0.9% stake in Equitas at 53.7 rupees per share. And finally, we have HSBC, which has downgraded Grassim to hold from a buy and cut its price target to 550 from 780, saying COVID-19 has further deteriorated the already weak fundamentals of VSF and its caustic business. Now, these are just some of the stocks that we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 